0: Open Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma chuck I'm here today with Ron Richard. Welcome.
1: Hi, how are you today? Good. And
0: Good to yourself?
1: Doing well. I'm in Southern California and there's no fires today. So I'm uh, glad about
0: <laughs> That's a wonderful thing. I hope to be out on the um west coast there fairly soon. Good. So you have a couple things going on. You have a new book that you just got out, I'm seeing is on Amazon called Someday is Today, but something tells me being an author didn't come first.
1: No, actually, inventing came first. Uh, I'm a clinician. I worked in a teaching hospital for eight years as a respiratory therapist and a paramedic, and that's how I got started inventing products. I invented a product that could help people that were on ventilators communicate with the nurses and the doctors and their family members. It was just a simple communication board with symbols and letters and things. It took me about six months of research and interviewing patients that had been on ventilators about what was the most frustrating thing that they had, you know, to deal with when they were in the hospital and they lost their ability to communicate once they were on a ventilator and so I came up with a, a list of the most common things that they would ask for a request. And uh, uh, that was the first invention that I ever, uh, you know, kind of got into the market. And after that, I got the bug and just started, you know, became a serial inventor and entrepreneur. So uh, I actually also am a touring musician and uh, been touring with a band up until COVID hit and all of our tours and uh, dates were canceled last year. So uh, I took that time to, to write someday as today.
0: You are doing a lot of good for the world. So going matter. through some of your inventions that you have on your site, I mean, there's not a lot of them I have not heard of. I mean, Metatronics, if you have a pacemaker or a internal fibrillator or an internal um, heart monitor. Metatronics is the go-to thing for
1: that. Yeah, they're the largest uh, company in the world that deal with uh, heart attacks and pacemakers and AFib and all kinds of different irregularities that people suffer from uh, heart attacks, which I'm uh, celebrating two months today. I actually had a, a major heart attack on July the 17th and ended up in the hospital and uh, the miracle of Medtronic and stints and all those types of things uh, kept me alive. So I firsthand have experienced uh, the technology and how it can help you reinvent your life.
0: I'm thankful you're here to share your story. Yeah, thank you. But what led into your book? Uh,
1: About three years ago, I was invited to do a lecture at Stanford uh, for physicians primarily who have um ideas inventions that they've come up with and they don't know how to get them out of their coffee cup they basically mm-hmm. it's hard you know when you're a doctor you're not trained to be a business person or take an invention or whatever and, and commercialize it so i had around 200 physicians that attended that lecture and i got a lot of good feedback from it so when i had the time last year i started working on the book and subsequently we've sold hundreds of copies of it and there's a lot of clinicians that have sent me nice emails saying, thank you so much. This makes it so much easier for me to get my idea from concept to commercialization.
0: Right, and it's not just um, doctors that need help doing this. If you have an invention in general, knowing where to go, because not everyone is born with the knowledge that, okay, I have an invention. Here's the prototype, or how do I get to the prototype stage? How do I get the funding to do a prototype? There's a lot of things that's involved with inventing anything.
1: You're absolutely correct. And so my book is not just applicable to uh, clinicians, doctors, nurses, or whatever. It really is a framework that can be used for pretty much anybody that has an invention or an idea. Because I go through the fundamentals of doing patent searches a lot of people that I talk to that come to me and they need need help getting their products to market. The first thing I ask them is, Have you done a patent search? Because you don't want to get to uh, prototypes and start spending a lot of money on something that somebody already has a patent on, and then get it to market and then get sued, uh, or have to do cross licensing or a bunch of other things, or take your worst case, take your product off the market after you spent enormous amount of time and money and effort to get it get it to market. So, yeah, my book has different chapters that address uh, each key step that it takes to get, like I say, from concept to commercialization. And, and a lot of it's also funding. I've seen people have great ideas and they just can't get off the launching pad because they lack funding. And, and how do you get funding? Who do you go to go to, to get money to start a company to you know, get your invention you know, into the market?
0: Right. A lot of companies have great ideals and they fail within the first year because they can't find the funding they need. Because where do you go? You have a product. It could be a book, could be a new invention. It could be a new clothing line. Where do you go for funding? How do you get a funding on a product that isn't in place yet? That is the catch 22 that a lot of people fall into. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And even if you get, you know, one of the things I've seen, there's, there's a chapter in my book. that's it talks about, is it a, a rainmaker or a money pit? And what I found is a lot of times you'll get started on an invention and you'll start working on it. And then you start getting the prototype in the hands of uh, end users and they give you suggestions. They tell you, well, well, if you did this or you change that, well, that all takes time and costs more money. So one of the things I tell inventors is be prepared to spend probably twice as much as what you, you budgeted, it, and it may take four times longer. So it's this two-four rule that I kind of apply to getting started pioneering inventions and getting them on the market. A lot of people run out of money, and then they're just kind of stuck with uh, not being able to actually get it to the, the finish line.
0: I mean, we looked at, let's see, FUBU. When he was de- developing FUBU clothing, Mm -hmm. It was a, you have to work a nine to five to pay for your five to 10.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's a great example of a guy who he literally worked, I think two or three jobs to Mm -hmm. try to get enough money to fund FUBU. And now, you know, and then it turned into a huge, huge success.
0: Right. I I do. I use that one because everyone knows FUBU. I mean, unless you lived in a closet for the last 20 years. (laughs) You know, but if you take the principle, you have to, as an inventor, as an entrepreneur, as a, hey, I have an idea, you have to come up with funds. So you have to have a job to sustain your daily life, plus give you funds enough to invest into what you're building.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And not just the funding. It takes, uh, I tell inventors, it takes a lot of energy, passion, and patience. And there's a lot of different elements to it. It's an emotional roller coaster when you're starting a new business, a new company, uh, trying to get an invention to market. So you just got to stick with it. You know, if you have a vision, you got to always go back to why did I start this in the first place and think about your mission statement that you've created about, you know, I was really passionate about X and therefore Y is going to be the result. And, you know, in my case, what I do with medical, devices and the things that I've developed I've seen firsthand how they can help people not just here in the United States but all over the world because I've literally traveled everywhere and seen um, how how my inventions and my medical products have benefited people and improved the quality of their life.
0: I mean medical medical technology just as a whole can be used everywhere it's needed everywhere it doesn't matter if you're a third world country or a you know modern day country medical devices save lives and without inventors coming up with new ways to help people because this is a takeaway that medical people do is their whole takeaway is to help someone else Mm -hmm. yeah
1: that's why we got started well at least that's why i got started in healthcare is to help others
0: i'm That's every, any person that's in medical, that's the takeaway. Mm -hmm. It's you're there to help others. We need the inventors to invent things to help other people. It could be reinventing the wheel, so to speak, Mm -hmm. or making it better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I encourage uh, inventors in the medical field to do. You, You brought up a good example, reinventing the wheel. But it's really taking a product that you use every day on on, on your patients that you're taking care of, and you see how you could improve that, reinventing the wheel, or how how could I make this or improve this? It's almost like an evolutionary sort of a process, because when you start back and you look at certain medical technologies or inventions that were developed back in the 1920s, 1930s, and where we're at today oh my gosh, it's just like light years ahead. But it's really that basic concept that got it all started. It just evolved over time with clinicians improving things and making them just a little bit better
0: over over the years. I mean, without our inventors, we wouldn't have x-rays. We wouldn't have robotics. We And robotics have went from the medical into everything now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just snowballs. But we need you to be the inventors that you are to give us new products or new ideas to advance life.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, that's the basis of the book too. It's if you have a good idea, don't hold on to it. You know, I, I, there's a part of the book that talks about if you see a need, plant a seed. Well, Mm -hmm. the need is how can I make the current technology or product even better? And if you have those ideas, I just encourage people to, uh, you know, get a plan together and, and really uh, apply what they know and what they understand and create new improvements in products.
0: Right, and that's, that's a whole thing. We ha- it's not just creating a new product. It is taking a face mask and how do you make it so people that are deaf can still read lips? How mm-hmm. do you, you know, that's a major thing in the deaf community is reading lips when you have a face mask on. So we have the face shields. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of new inventions coming from the pandemic that we wouldn't have thought about two years ago.
1: Oh yeah, and we've also figured out different ways now to deal with how do you launch a new product in the COVID era, era where hospitals were shut down and you couldn't go in and demo or see doctors face to face, so you use Zoom or you use digital mm-hmm. media. So it's reinventing yourself, but always looking at, you know, how can I move forward with this with what we have to deal with today?
0: Right. It's everything is evolving. And how we did business two years ago isn't how we do business today. And that's Mm -hmm. across the board. How do you have meetings in boardrooms, but you can't be in the boardroom with everyone? Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same thing with inventing. We have to reinvent ourselves. However, are you working on a second book?
1: Well, yeah, I am. The next book I'm actually going to work on is going to be about my career in music and uh, how I became a songwriter and how I'm, I've met over the years people from um, lots of different bands like Chris Isaac, Randy Carlisle, uh, people from the Grateful Dead. Uh, one of my chapters, actually, in my book is Uh, about my association with the keyboard player from the dead and how we've become friends but it was through an invention that he had to help his mother so the the title of that chapter is the mother of all inventions and so he invented something that helped his mother and then turned to me to help commercialize it and, and you know get it into a global product launch and from that my musical background, as well as my inventing and the medical background, it all came together in just a really great relationship.
0: It's full circle, and that's awesome. Yeah. It's wonderful when you can make <clears throat> a connection from something that's abstract. You don't even think about it. You doing music for fun. This is not your career path because you're in the medical field, but you're using your career path to help another person in your hobby. Your right. fun time, and it came together and it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah. I encourage people if you read that book. Really, that chapter alone has just got so much uh, depth, and uh, it's very warm and, and heartfelt. You know, so you'll, you'll when you read that, you can see firsthand how uh, Jeff Comini, the keyboard player, loved his mom and wanted to help her, and, and this was his way of uh, doing that. But in so in doing that, helping his mother. It turned out to be a product that helped millions of patients all over the world.
0: Um, can we mention what the product is?
1: Yeah, it was a gel pad that you put over your nose when you're getting ventilated with a mask. Sometimes people's skin breaks down right here. And uh-huh. you, start, you start bleeding and you get really bad sores there. And then you have to discontinue the therapy. So this uh, gel pad you came up with uh, was made out of a biocompatible material and he did a lot of research on it and made a prototype and took it to the hospital where his mother was in the intensive care because she had this skin breakdown issue. And the doctor said, well, let's try it. And sure enough, it worked great. Then um, I have an affiliation through the University of San Francisco where his mother was being treated. They called me up and said, hey, there's this guy here. He plays with the Grateful Dead. Could you maybe take a look at his invention? It looks like it could really work uh, pretty well for a lot of patients. So that's how that all started.
0: That is wonderful. I I asked because, of course, medical um, things are changing every day. And anything that helps someone. I mean, I've known a lot of people that's been on ventilators and, you know, have passed. It's been years now. But at the same time, anything that can help them while they're here helps everywhere.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's right. You know, the thing too about inventing medical products is that the joy I get out of it is I've talked to people that have used my products that have had, like you say, they've been on a ventilator and they've gotten off of it and they kind of look at life now. It's like, I'm going to reinvent myself because it's such a life changing experience when you're dependent on some machine to help you breathe. Once you get off of it, you can breathe on your own again. You get the second look at life and go, what can I do moving forward? And that's the reinventing of inventions. And inventing things can help people reinvent their lives or technology can help them reinvent themselves. They get the second chance, just like I did after my heart attack.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, 2011, I had a medical emergency and the person I was before 2011 is not the person I am today because of that medical emergency. Right. I mean, I had a career path. I was working my career path, and my afterwards, my career path went out the window, and I completely reinvented myself because it's not who I was anymore.
1: Hmm. Well, how'd you come up with the name for your program?
0: Um. Actually, I started Dove and Dragon Publishing back in 2017, and it was for fantasy and mostly uh, authors and peace, love, harmony, doves for drugs and dragons are universal with protection and um, guidance. So yeah I, I love
1: it. It's such a cool uh dichotomy of things, you know, the whole, you know, the image imagery and everything. It's just wonderful.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean I do a lot of um wordplay with books as a writer. So for me to find two things that come together in harmony that mean different things to different people it works. At mm-hmm. the same time, I'm able to use this platform to share knowledge across everything, from music mm-hmm. to entrepreneur to authors, everything.
1: Yeah, that's what I liked, or I was attracted to your podcast, was based on the background. It was so diverse, you know, and you, you bring in all these different elements. It kind of mirrors or parallels to my life, you know, the, the combination of medical right brain, left brain, medical versus creating music you know it's just a wonderful i think mix
0: well i do try thank you very much for noticing that Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and i i listen to some of the other people you've interviewed you did a great job you know pulling out i think the salient points that are kind of behind each person's story
0: thank you Mm-hmm. I mean, the story is universal, but each person, how you tell your story is your story. You should own it. You should be part of it. You have to tell me what's going on because I want to learn from you. That's the whole thing. It's your story. I'm just here to find out what that story is.
1: Yeah, that's, that, that was one of the main things that I picked up or came through you know, from your other interviews But, you know, in terms of my book, you can find it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. It's uh, Someday is Today. Get your ideas out of your coffee cup and get them on the market. So if you want to pick up a copy, that's basically you can get it through digital download or there's, uh, you know, printed copies as well available. And my website's inventingstartstoday.com.
0: See, I didn't have to ask you where our listeners can find you. You did it all on your own today. (laughs)
1: Well, I, uh, it's, uh, I do quite a few podcasts, and that's one of the elements that uh, people typically ask. But anyway, thank you for uh, mentioning that.
0: And again, the website is above you if you're watching the video of this, or in the comment section if you're listening to the audio. So, but it's so fun having you on this show today, and thank you so much.
1: Thank you, and you have a great weekend.
0: You as well. And for our listeners and our viewers, happy reading.